Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that incites your wanderlust while you're sitting at home. Anyway, I'm your co-host, Heather Sherry, and joining me today is the man whose favorite meal ever is in this country. That's true. Still my number one <laughs> after all these years. Still. Nothing can beat it. Nothing can beat it. It's so Travis is joining me today, as usual, and we're talking all things Thailand in this mini quarantine diaries. Uh, obviously, we have a bunch of destination diaries on Thailand. We've been there multiple times. But this is just a fun conversation talking about our memories of Thailand. We have these cards here that we did in the last episode. I've shuffled them up, so the order is a little bit different, and we are just going to quickly talk about our memories of thailand yeah so if you guys are listening obviously you can get this on the podcast you can also get it on igtv so if you want to watch it go over to instagram find us on igtv we're going to be doing these quarantine diaries every monday wednesday friday during the quarantine however long that may last however long our voices last <laughs> however much we have to talk about so we'll be doing these putting them out for you guys they're going to be short form shorter than the usual podcast so we can give you some stuff to help get you through the quarantine and to help you know spur that little bit of travel fervor scratch that itch that travel itch as we're all stuck at home yeah. And today, no better way to do it than talking about Thailand. Yeah. Thailand is one of our favorite countries. I think it's your favorite country. I, it's let's let's put it in the top three. Oh, it's top definitely three. in the top three. Georgia okay. might be my favorite country, Fair. but Thailand is very close behind it. I'd call them, let's say, 1A, 1B. Okay. Yeah, those are, I mean, Georgia was awesome as well. But for me, Thailand is a little better, on, a little higher on my list because of the beaches, because of the food. <laughs> Although Georgian food was very I, good I as mean, well. We're talking about hachi puri, man. Very good. Cheesy bread. I don't know. That's pretty awesome. Uh, but for me, Thai food is one of my favorite foods to eat anytime. We eat it here at home at least twice a month. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about it with my best meal. I mean, it is it is the best meal I've still ever had, the yeah. specific meal in Thailand. So let's get, going. let's get going. Thailand, Heather's got some cards with questions. She doesn't That's let right. us prepare. Thailand's easy enough. I, I Thailand's one that I don't have to prepare for because yeah. this place is just and incredible. If you listen to our previous one on Greece, Trav was worried in the beginning that he wouldn't remember, but he was pulling out the names of restaurants that I couldn't even remember. So. I like to be prepared. I like to have it in front of me and know I know <laughs> it. But hey, well, you test, you're testing me. We're all learning new skills here during the quarantine. Mm -hmm. One of mine is uh, hopefully bringing back this memory that has evaded me uh, and has gotten worse the older I get. Okay. Most beautiful sight is the first card here. Most beautiful sight. I mean, oh, jeez. <laughs> Where do we start with most beautiful sight when it comes to Thailand? I guess... I'd ha oh. Well, I'll go. Okay. If you, if you need a minute to think. There's so many beautiful places in Thailand. So many beautiful beaches. So many beautiful jungles. Um, but my my favorite spot, it was when we went. So we've been to Thailand at least, I think, three times or four, four times. Four times. The first time we went and we stayed on the island of Koh Phi Phi, which is a stunning island. It's very touristy. It's very crowded. I actually like other islands better. Koh Lanta. If you're going to stay somewhere between Koh Lanta and Koh Phi Phi, I recommend Koh Lanta. Yeah. 
but Kopi P is stunning the way that it's like the um the shape of it is very cool because it has like a bay on either side of it. So when we went the very first time we did a hike up to the very top of Kopi P and then you can see just the Adriatic Sea. Wait, not the Adriatic. Um the Sea of Thailand? I sure. Sea of Thailand? No, the one side, the Sea of Thailand is on like the inside. The side that Kopi P is on is the, the Aegean one. Sea. The Aegean Sea. Yeah, is that it? Why? I don't know. <laughs> this is awesome. You're the, the one who wouldn't let us do I research. For now, but you know, it's the one like in between India and Thailand. Anyway, it's gorgeous. The water is absolutely stunning. And just the shape of Kopi P is really, really beautiful. So you see like the green of the trees and then the crystal blue aqua water. It. That was the most beautiful sight. Most beautiful sight. Yeah, I guess I should have went first because you just stole mine because as I was thinking of it, I, <laughs> I was like, it's got to be, it, we have to talk about a beach. Yeah. And the beaches of Kopi P were not as impressive to me when you're actually on the beach as you would think. Maya Bay, which is where the movie The Beach was filmed, is awesome, but it's completely overrun with tourists and actually you're not allowed to visit it anymore, which I think is a a positive in the long run, but the view from above, when you go up Kopi-P and you hike up this yeah. back trail and you look from above it and you see that it basically the island has a little sand spit in the middle um, and you have you have the uh, the water on both sides and then it kind of hourglasses out like into, yeah, into a little bit of a wooded area and then you're back on a wooded area. Yeah, it's like, yeah, figure eight or an hourglass. It comes to this little tiny section in the middle that's just sand absolutely gorgeous from up yeah, above it's it's stunning so basically anywhere you can get to on a boat in thailand is going to be the most beautiful site i mean even we didn't even, get to on a boat with that we took a hike no i know but when you're on the boat like for example you can't go to my bay anymore but if you're on a boat and you go up close to it i mean you can see there's just rock formations everywhere and like the karst and the cliffs it's it's beautiful but yes you can hike up to that spot which was our most beautiful site all right, next card. Best memory out of four trips to Thailand. Yeah, I, I'm i not sure I can encapsulate this down to one specific memory because we have been there so many times that it almost, to me, A, they mesh together, um, it, you know, because there's we've had these experiences and, you know, you could talk about the first time being there. I, oh, man, I, I don't I, I guess. OK, let me say the first time we got there, my best memory, because it's so vivid, was flying. We got into Bangkok and we flew up to Chiang Mai and we had no idea what Thailand was like. We had just heard about it from, you know, from tour tour books or um, guidebooks guide and, you know, other tourists and stuff like that. And they dropped us in Chiang Mai, and we're at the airport. I'm thinking, well, what do we do now? And we get in the back of this red truck. Uh, it was a taxi. Yeah, Song Tao. Um, this red truck, and we just <laughs> tell them to take us to this guest house, but there's a million guest houses. They don't know where it is. And Oh, is this the this infamous $4 a night? Uh, for, it was $2, $2 a night for a private total, room. Right? $2 a person, I $2 feel like $2 a night for two nights, $4 <laughs> total. And they finally took us to the, they found the guest house. We're the last people in this little red truck because other people have been in it. I feel like we also like flew overnight or something. It was like early in the morning because we just wanted to go straight to bed. Yeah, it was early in the morning. And 
we get out and we're in the middle of this market and the guest house is right there to our right and the main market is right there to our left and it's chaotic. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, what have we gotten ourselves into? And I didn't even have any money to pay this guy um, because the bills I had, I guess, were too big. Uh, So the very first taxi ride, I had to stiff the driver. I mean, I told him and I had the the lady at the guest house tell him like, "I, I, I don't have any money. Can you come back later? And he was like, yeah, sure. And he drove away. And I just remember thinking, I guess we're in Thailand now. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. And that's a street that we've been on a hundred times since then because it's where one of the main markets is. And it's, you know, if you take any food classes in Chiang Mai, which is a super fun thing to do, you know, you go to that market and you buy the ingredients. And yeah, that, even though it was a horrible hostel, which doesn't even exist anymore, it's gone. Um, I can only imagine why. <laughs> cheap, but cheap. Just just being there in a place that was so different than anywhere we'd ever been before. That was that was definitely incredible and a good memory. It's not my favorite memory, though. My favorite memory is the third time we were in Thailand. We went to Thailand in November specifically because I wanted to do the Lantern Festival up in Chiang Mai. And we'd plan. I mean, this is back when we were pretty nomadic before we had moved back into this house that we live in now and you know we planned out our travel somewhat spontaneously but back in the spring I said I want to go to Thailand in November like it's right after my birthday this is what I want to do I want to go to this lantern festival so you know we spent two weeks in Tuscany first and then we flew to Thailand we get in Thailand and we're like okay we're going to be in Chiang Mai we're going to be here for the, the lantern festival well it was sold out yeah, we didn't yeah. realize you had to buy tickets and that mm-hmm. there's two of them. There's like the one for Thai people and then there's a tourist, tourist one. one. And it was all sold out. We had no idea. I mean, the tourist one's huge. I think it was like a thousand tickets or something crazy. I, I think I, it might have been more than that. Maybe more. But it was it was sold out. So I was, of course, pretty bummed. I was devastated because it was the whole reason we had chosen to come to Thailand. And we were going to be in Chiang Mai for a month, like just working, being digital nomads there. It's a great hotspot for that but it was the beginning of of the trip was supposed to be this lantern festival well we were there with our um, previous team member tiff and her husband and our other friends rob and david and we just decided hey to heck with it we're going to drive to the location well first we scouted out the location there's not a lot of information (laughs) on this festival it's very hard to figure out how to buy tickets and where it is but we somehow thought we got an idea of where it might be and it was a hike from where we are so we all got on our motorbikes drove like maybe an hour yeah outside of the town it might have been something like that and i think either tiffany and chris or one of them went and scouted it out earlier to make sure that it, that's where it was going to be so we all kind of drove up and they i mean they have it barricaded off there are security there are police guards you know you can't get into this festival but what we did is it was next to like a, a stream so there was a road on either side and what we did is we just drove down one way way past where the festival was we parked our motorbikes and they were just kind of this is where the buses were parked and people were the tourists were being bussed in so we just kind of mingled in with these tour groups and somehow got into the festival yeah like when they were checking tickets we just kind of <laughs> yeah, kept I mean, like mingling in and so just got many in. people but everybody else who was trying to sneak in you know they were just going up to the main entrance and i guess somehow we figured out like let's just keep going and we drove a ways and we were all like maybe we should just give up but we just kept driving and kept driving and then we walked so we got into the Lantern Festival and it was just 
gorgeous because you, I mean you've never seen so hundreds many lanterns and hundreds, thousands, maybe thousands no, of thousands lanterns because you could keep getting the lanterns. It wasn't just one per person. I mean, we set off probably ten between the two of us, you well, know, and then we yeah. were with other people. So it was it was magical. Yi Ping, Yi Ping Lantern Festival. They're good with the memory. Great memory. Great memory. So, best memory. Next one, best meal. Well, we know what Trav's is. Uh, well, be. they might not. I know what mine is. There is a place called Khao Soi Mesai in Chiang Mai, and Khao Soi is a northern Thailand curry dish that also has noodles in it. And we first found this place thanks to our friend Emily Utter. She was staying there, and we were staying there, and and she asked someone at her guest house the lady who who owned her guest house for recommendations on some places to eat and this lady drew like a hand-drawn map on a napkin one of the places was this place called Kalsoi Mesai we went um it is absolutely incredible it is by far the best Kalsoi I've ever had in my life when we went back with my parents we did a self-guided Kalsoi taste testing tour where we went to like the six or seven you know, ones that people talk about and are known as, as some of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one was my favorite, was my dad's favorite. So it it stands the test of time with the uh, Sherry Men. And we, like, I literally will go every single day when we're in Chiang Mai and For eat there. For breakfast, even. For breakfast, yeah. doesn't matter. It's 30 baht, which is like one U.S. dollar for a big heaping bowl of cow soy uh, it's the best, Kalsoi Mesai. And now they're, they're actually like on TripAdvisor, and I think they show up on Google Maps. Before, it was hard back in the day, yeah. I just had to tell people, like, go down this tiny road, look for the bodybuilding store, because <laughs> there's this like weird bodybuilding store across the street, and uh, people would find it. And a lot of e-poppers have gone there, because yes. we get a lot of pictures from Kalsoi Mesai. Hashtag e-pop sent us. Hashtag e sent us. Not right now, but if you have been out there in the past and in the future, when we all get back out there again, hashtag EPOP sent us when you go to places that you've heard on our podcast. Oh, I have to do mine now. I was yeah. like moving on to the next card. So I love curry. Um, I like Kalsoi Mesai a lot. It's very good. But my favorite curry is like green curry or Penang curry. So for those types of things, I mean, you can just really go anywhere in Thailand and find that and it will be like the best you've ever had. But one specific meal that's not curry that stands out in my mind is when we were in Bangkok and we went to this sweet little street stand. Well, it was sweet because the woman was this like sweet woman um, making noodle dishes from her little stand outside this bar. We'd gone in and we'd gotten a couple of drinks at this bar with Trav's parents. And then we were hungry. So we said, hey, let's get some noodles. And we had pad seyu from this woman. And it was like the best pad seyu I've ever <laughs> eaten in my life from this little stand in this area of Bangkok. And who Soup knows if she's even there anymore or not. But Just a random... Street cart lady so good. in Bangkok. So you'll, you, if you go to Thailand, you'll have your a similar experience. Everyone has similar experiences where they just eat from yeah. a street stall and it's the best food they've ever had. Yeah. Next card. Most surprising thing. Hmm. I think for me, uh, when we first arrived in Thailand, we'd never been there before. Uh, we hadn't really heard a ton about it. I mean, you've seen pictures and, and this was like going on. 10 years ago now, um, it was how friendly the people were. I mean, every person smiles there. They're so kind to you. They're so welcoming. 
Um, we were living in Japan and people in Japan are very nice too, but they're not, they're a little more reserved. You know, they're a little more, I would say shy as, as people, especially with foreigners, but in Thailand, and maybe it's because we were in spots where tourists go, but even more off the beaten path places, people were just like friendly and welcoming and like always wanted to smile at you or try to talk to you whether or not they knew English. And of course we don't really know any Thai, but I think it's just how wonderful the people are there. My most surprising thing is how much it feels like home. I, I definitely mm -hmm. feel out of any country in the world, other than where we live here in the U.S., if you were to drop me in Thailand, I would feel like I was back at home. Even more than Japan, where we lived for two years. Yeah. Because it was hard to... It didn't have that balance that Thailand has where, like, yes, you can be a tourist or an expat, but you it's so easy like the tourist path is so well trod that it it stuff is very easy to do there mm -hmm. um and you know you can get way off the beaten path and and maybe it feel you know it definitely would feel a little more exotic but i love the dichotomy of how it still feels so different but still feels so comfortable um i yeah. definitely feel that more than any other country i've ever been to and we've spent a lot of time in thailand but even compared to countries that we've spent similar amount of time, I, I like if you t if I went there tomorrow, I would and I landed in Chiang Mai or Koh Lanta, some of the places we've been before. I would be like, okay, cool. I have some of my favorite spots. This feels like home. I'm ready to dive in. It it just I have so many good memories and good feelings from it. It definitely feels super comfortable and like yeah. home to me. Yeah, it's an amazing country. We love it there, and it's surprising to me that it's been four years since we don't have say that been there. I know it's gonna bad. make me sad. Next question. This is not to be sad. Next this question. is to be fun. Best drink. My favorite drink is on the island of Koh Lanta. Okay. It wow. is a place called something monkey. I can't remember. It's not Frothy Monkey. Oh, That's a place in Nashville. Yes. Funky Monkey. Funky Monkey, monkey I funky think monkey. it is. There's a place, that. Funky Monkey, hopefully it's still there, on the island of <laughs> Koh Lanta that was right down the road from the place that we stayed with my parents mm -hmm. for about a week called the M M Miami, Miami Villas. Beach. Villas Miami. Miami Beach Villas something Miami. Something, which is um, so bizarre, but it was nice. It was right down the street from there, and so every morning we'd walk up, and it was this coffee shop, and they even had a sign there that said, like nearest Starbucks, like 2,000 miles or something. <laughs> it was pointing down the road. Um, but this little cute Thai girl mm -hmm. and her friend, uh, you know, they couldn't have been, I don't know if they were the owners, they were like 18. Uh, they made awesome, awesome, like cookies and cream and cookie dough milkshakes. And I, we would just go and get these awesome milkshakes every day. And they were like a dollar. Um, so, yeah. Funky Monkey and Colanta. See, and another thing, Trav was like, best drinks? Why are you putting that on the card? Like, I don't even, I mean, how am I going to find? Sorry, I think I accidentally stopped the video. Um, maybe I didn't. I don't know. I pressed the thing here. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uh, Trav was like, why are you going to put best drink on there? I'm not going to be able to think of a drink. I don't even remember. Now that you talk about that Funky Monkey place, I do remember it. Well, you but before this, it doesn't have to be alcoholic. Yeah, and so immediately I went to the Funky Monkey yeah, the and funky the shake. Monkey. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I mean, I've had a lot of fun drinks oh, in come on. Thailand. I know yours right off the top. It doesn't have to be alcoholic. What do you like other than alcohol? Oh, sparkling water? No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's a hot drink. You drink it every Coffee. single day. Oh, yes. I was not thinking along these lines, but uh, my geez. favorite. I know. This is like, this is 
my this is your cow soy mesai. How much I yes. love cow soy mesai and that meal. It's how much you love the coffee at Akaama. Yes, Akaama. I had just totally forgotten because I was thinking like coconut water or getting the cute little uh, sparkling waters from the 7-Elevens oh for gosh. like 10 cents in Thailand. But no, Akaama, you're absolutely right. You're killing me in this challenge of memory usually uh, this one me. i thought you literally <laughs> put best drink on the card specifically so you could talk about akaama in chiang mai it's it's actually very close to cow soy may size really so you is. can go get yes. your coffee in the morning and then go get your uh cow soy your curry this it's cute i don't even like coffee but this is one of my favorite coffee shops in the world because it's, it's incredible you're basically in this little jungle setting and yeah it's in the middle of chiang mai which is a, a pretty big city but it's covered with plants and like it's a wood structure and it's just this sweet little coffee shop. It was one of the first kind of, you know, artisan, trendy, hipstery coffee shop when this was first happening around the world. It was happening even in Thailand and they, you know, source their beans from local places and they just make the best coffee and it was so cheap i think it was a dollar or two dollars for i'd be shocked if it was two dollars i think it was like a dollar or two a dollar fifty for everything amazing cappuccinos and i would go there and i would work and or i would just sit and read a book and drink a coffee yes yeah that's an amazing that is almost like one of my best memories man i thought my (laughs) memory was bad man that's gonna be you missed. You forgot Akaama. Listen, I have two kids and I'm lacking sleep. Okay, so let's take it easy okay. over here. <laughs> Next. All right. Best activity. I know mine right off. Um, the beach is awesome. Mm-hmm. I will never turn down the beach, but there is a special specific thing that we've done in Thailand that um, not a lot of people do and isn't as well known. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give that a shout out. And this is called the Boatong Waterfalls. Stickies called the sticky waterfalls or the spider-man waterfalls and these are north of chiang mai about an hour and they are waterfalls that you can literally walk up for whatever reason the rock is porous enough that it is sticky Uh, not like sticky and then you pull your hand off and and it like is on you like slimy it just just not slippery they're not slippery so you have these crazy waterfalls coming all over the place and you can just walk up and down them they are incredible it's it's such a neat experience. So the Botong Waterfalls north of Chiang Mai, my favorite activity. Yeah, so awesome. I just think my favorite activity um, is motorbiking around Chiang Mai and going to those cool markets, like the night markets that they have in Chiang Mai. Like the first time we went there, we went to a night market. It was only on Sundays um, on this one street. And then they do have another night market. Like that's every night, I think, that's a little bit further outside on the outskirts of Chiang Mai but just doing like all the fun market stuff there it's such a market culture and you know some of the artisans there are making local stuff some of it is you know imported from China <laughs> and so you can find both things there and some of you know it's just fun to wander around um, you can get fun street food fun drinks like fresh lemonade fresh coconut water it's just a fun thing. It's just what to you do. do. It's just, it's what, just you what you do. You grab a motorbike. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're scared of a motorbike, you can practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I def. We both have had motorbike accidents in Thailand, but um, having that freedom, uh, you don't need one. You can get around in tuk-tuks, which are little taxis, and they'll take you anywhere for basically nothing. But being able to have the freedom of being out on a motorbike and just go wherever you want, uh, there's so much to explore in Thailand. 
you know, we've had motorbikes every single place we've been in Thailand. Other than Bangkok, we haven't had a motorbike in Bangkok before. But whether we've been down on the islands in Koh Lanta, um, Koh Phi Phi, there's not allowed to have motorized vehicles, so you can't do it there. But Koh Phangan, any of the islands and or Chiang Mai and that area in the north, yeah, motorbike is just getting out and going um, is pretty incredible feeling. Yeah. I think that's it for the cars. So, as you can tell, Thailand, a special place in our heart. We, you know, said we were going to keep these short. It is shorter <laughs> than our normal podcast. I know. We really can talk about it. Thailand is, yeah. is a very, very special place. Uh, we have never had anyone we know go to Thailand, whether that be friends, family, whether that be readers, listeners, and not come back and say, that place is magical. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say that for the whole region of Southeast Asia uh, in, in general. Um, it's just that we know Thailand and have spent the most time in Thailand. And there's a reason it's called the Land of Smiles. There's a reason so many people go there because it's it kind of hits everything we love about it. It's, it's crazy cheap, so you can do whatever you want. I mean, literally $1,000 a month, $1,200 a month, and you, you'll do anything you want. Yeah, in fact, it's always our plan B if things go south with our business. And Smoothie we're like, Thailand. all right, America's expensive. Let's move to Thailand. That, and we always think, <laughs> okay, life's not bad if we have to do that. Um, super comfortable, well-worn tourist path, but also easy to get off it and have your own unique experiences. Great food, food, friendly people. And it has anything you could want from a crazy, huge, awesome city in Bangkok to a much more low-key, fun city up in the mountains in Chiang Mai mm-hmm. to, of course, the incredible beaches and everything in between. So. Yeah. Just awesome. should get hired as we a Thai, a spokesperson for Thailand, <laughs> know, but seriously. they don't even need one. They sp- it speaks for itself. So there you have it, everyone. Our quarantine diaries this time focused on Thailand. We hope you're enjoying these. We hope everybody is staying sane. We know it's tough. We've struggled as well through the past couple of weeks. It ain't easy being quarantined, no, it's not. but it's better than the alternative of uh, of being sick. So. Thank you guys for joining us. And yeah, we'll put out these quarantine diaries. Our goal is Monday, Wednesday, Friday of each week. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be shorter form. You can catch them on IGTV. You can catch them on the podcast feed. And if you do have suggestions on topics you want us to talk about, please let us know. We're open. Uh, that's the whole point of this. Unedited, raw, come on and talk. Give you guys something to listen to throughout your days um, while you're stuck at home. So please let us know on Instagram at Extra Pack of Peanuts, any topics that you want us to cover. There you have it. Bye, guys. See ya.